You've now entered the lap of luxury. Prepare your soul for a lavish journey into enlightenment. Hey guys, we're back with uh, Drag. What's up, what's up? Thanks for having me back, fellas. It's always good to be on the podcast with y'all. Yeah, man, it's always good to uh, talk to you and catch up and have you on as well. You're a uh, good presence here. Um, can you, uh, we were talking about before the podcast started, but your divert was that, was that, uh, I mean, I guess that kind of happens a little bit more routinely, I would imagine, but does that, uh, how was that process? It's not too hard to turn uh, 38, huh? No, no, definitely not. Um, the mission today was I was flying with a student, his first time seeing advanced tactical formation. So basically, we were. We call it formation direct support. So we had one of our FAPES be a permanent flight lead while we were permanent too. So the kid can see kind of how that game works as we yank and bank <clears throat> out in tactical formation with each other. As we're going out there, we can already see that the weather is starting to deteriorate here. You guys know it as well as I know it. Uh, weather shops in the Air Force are most of the time completely incorrect so <laughs> they said that things weren't going to be that bad there's going to be no thunderstorms <clears throat> and as we're going out there i'm starting to see it build up I'm like oh, i don't know there's a lot of clouds out here so we do our mission and as we're returning to base i could just see a giant anvil cloud right over shepherd so thank goodness the uh, kudos to the fape that i was with today uh, first assignment instructor pilot for those listening on the podcast, those uh, unfortunate souls being stuck after they graduate pilot training and being first assignment instructor pilots and staying here. <clears throat> Anyhow, so the dude calls back to Shepard and the guy's like, yeah, I don't know. It's getting pretty bad here. Weather's saying there's going to be some lightning. So the favorite is like, nah, we're not even going to try to play this whole game, especially because RAFCON, a.k.a. the approach controllers, those dudes are in training too, and it's always just a complete clown show when weather's involved because now they're trying to catch all these jets back home. So the FAPE just made a decision to go ugly early, and we just went to Altus, and it honestly wasn't that huge of a deal. Uh, We masked up. We maintained our social distancing. Because, you know, the COVID is hot. It's it's aggressive out there. And then uh, I convinced my squadron commander. Because there was eight jets that landed with us. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And those were other formations. So they all diverted to Altus. So we landed. It was just a bunch of bros there from my squadron. And we talked to our squadron commander. And I didn't think this was going to work. Because we had to ferry our students back, right? Like, they can't fly another mission right after this from an outbase. It's just not fair to them. So we essentially throw them in the back as sandbag, a.k.a. just pretty much weight back there that can talk to you. So I convinced both squadron commanders, like, hey, sir, you know it would be a good idea is if we just came back as a four-ship because that's going to be better for the efficiency as we return to base, he's like, yeah, that's a great idea. And I was like, wow, that worked. That's awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> we, uh, the four of us IPs put our students in the back of the jet and we're like, sit tight, just do what we tell you. And we came back as a four ship taking off at Altus and then came back to Shepard <clears throat> uneventfully, but the queep doesn't stop. Right. So Wait, obviously so hold on. great you have, moves to do. What's that? You, had, uh, you said you had eight jets there. So you just left four of them back or what? <clears throat> Yeah, so we took off as four, and then the other two took off as two separate two ships. Ah, Uh, So that's how they went back, and everybody came back home because I saw them back in the flight room uh, from their shenanigans. So, yeah, it was a weird day, but pretty fun because we got to ferry those students back, and it was just kind of some IP4 ship action leaving from an outbase. So can't complain about today. Tomorrow, going out and back, me and another IP, we're going to Fort Worth Alliance. Uh, we're doing a low level and then going to Alliance Fort Worth, doing some patterns there, 
getting some snacks and then taking off, going back to Shepherd, go to the MOA, do some loops to music, and then come back and RTB <laughs> and call it a good Friday. All for my training, of course, since I'm a new IP. So <laughs> lots of good training. So yeah, that's the, that's the game plan, guys. That's what that's kind of what went down today. I'm sure the students are probably happy, like, oh God, thank you. like thank God I don't have to be graded. I'm just gonna sit. <laughs> yeah, here. no, that's for sure. <laughs> Plus they saw us kind of, you know, it, it's one of those things where we're pretty hard on them, and I think rightfully so. It's just kind of that training environment. So this is a good opportunity to kind of put up or shut up and put your money where your mouth is, right? We always harp on them to good radio call, good discipline, good, you know, tactical position flying, et cetera. So this was the opportunity to see us in action. And if we executed or if we made mistakes and if we were quote, humble, approachable, incredible coming back of like, yeah, you know what? I messed this up. I could have done this better, uh, but it wasn't a huge detractor from the mission. Or, hey, we all looked really good today, which we did. It was actually, I was impressed myself. None of us messed up any radio calls, and we were always on frequency. So it, it worked out, and we looked pretty sharp coming out there. So it was a good demonstration of, oh, crap, our IPs actually aren't that bad at this. And <laughs> uh, they, they have the chops to back it up, essentially. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, it's awesome, man. I, uh... I remember one time when I was in nav training, we had an out and back and then we had to cancel at the, you know, out. Mm -hmm. So we had to drive like six hours with all of our oh. instructors back to Pensacola. <laughs> that was, that was so what hard. What happened to the like, jet break or something? Yeah. yeah, we had like some generator issue that we couldn't get fixed or anything. So, and it was like a Friday too. So we were just, oh. they were just like. Oh no, terrible. Yeah, so, so we had to drive back and it was just like. We were just like all crammed in this car and like nobody said anything like the whole day. <laughs> Nothing makes you appreciate uh, how fast you actually go across the ground than having to drive somewhere where you're used to flying in like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, dude, that's so frustrating. I, like, you think that's, about, like, yeah, my life, dude. Yeah, I, think about how many times like things just happen so fast in Pensacola. You take off and then like literally within 15 minutes you'd be like at the low level entry like fuck 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 fuck, and then and like low entries you know is it's either in like fucking Mississippi somewhere or um yeah like just somewhere out in the Gulf and you're just like man that happened so fast and then like you drive from there to let's say Gulfport and you're just like dude. Why did it take so long to get here? This is insane. <laughs> Forever. Yeah, dude. It's like when I go to Dallas or OKC, if I'm flying there, it's a 10, 15 minute flight. But if I'm driving there, it's an hour and 30 minutes, an hour and 45. I'm like, God, this is so terrible. <laughs> well, I, I even think about it too. Like when we, were, when we were all on the buff, like we fly, we go up to um, Alpena. It'd take about two and a half hours or three, three hours to get there. And <laughs> I, driving just from even getting to Indiana was 16 hours. So like Jeez. that's <laughs> think, like you're cutting so much. Day. Like we're literally going across the country so quickly, and everybody else is too. When you're in the commercial, but it just feels <laughs> it just it just feels weird. Like knowing like oh like we're actually in control. Like okay, oh, we're just gonna go here, I guess. And then next yeah. thing you can basically time warp there yeah madison's uh brother is he's having his uh wedding in august in nebraska and Ooh, what and a I location think, yeah i know and we we're um, i don't know if we talked about this last time luxury about the airlines basically being fucking annoying but they were they basically changed my itinerary you know they do that bullshit where they like take like six hours away from you you know um we we're no, supposed to like are you saying like, oh, you're supposed to be like a 12 hour a day, but then all of a sudden yeah. you just chop off stuff? Well, so we, I think we were supposed to get there at 2 p.m. on Thursday and then leave at 6 p.m. on Sunday. So they changed it a few times, and now I'm getting there at like 4 p.m. and leaving at noon. Oh, <clears throat> so, yeah, so you so lost six hours. I see what you're saying. Yeah, so we're thinking about like just fucking canceling and just driving. Because we can we can visit family along the way and it's a lot more flexible. I don't know if like, you know, like driving in um, 
concept, I guess, is more flexible and like easier to like plan, you know? Um, oh, and that was the other thing. The airline was going to make us do like fucking three stops, like classic Minot, you know? Uh, oh, man. Minot going anywhere versus like the two or one that we already had, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> was Is this because of the COVID? Is that what pretty much is driving the shenanigans? No, I think it's just, well, yeah, I mean, like the COVID environment is essentially like, I think they see like, oh, I only have like a little bit of people on this flight and a little bit of people on this flight. So they maybe combined a few, you know what I mean? Mm, yeah, uh, yeah. And just threw people together. But <clears throat> yeah, so given that, I don't know, we might drive. I don't know if it's going to maybe break it up into a couple of days, make it easier. But mm. um, well, if you drive, yeah. you know, it gives you good conversation. I mean, well, granny, you guys live together, so you probably have conversation all the time but yeah it definitely does force you to talk and it's uh yeah i mean if you could t- if you can like take turns it's i always enjoy listening to podcasts and stuff like that you know mm-hmm. oh About yeah some lots of learning else. dude i like audiobooks too you know yeah yeah that's true um yeah so one thing i was going to talk about was uh <laughs> my friends and i were talking about how uh, at the office, we were talking, like, when did the Air Force get to be, like, where volunteering became more important than ops, right? <laughs> what do you mean? So, well, I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I know where you're coming from. <laughs> Are you talking about, like, for awards or is it what? Yeah, for award, awards or, like, to delineate or, you know, to um, rack and stack people. And I think it was from sequestration where you know everybody was doing their job but it was like who's doing the extra credit type of stuff because i mean i don't know not that like community service is bad or whatever but like when you go for an award like a and you do a 1206 it's like a few of them have to be community service you know yeah depending on the award you're going for yeah yeah and it kind of sucks if that like if like two people are equal and one wins for community service or maybe like one is better with their actual job, but they're way better or the other person's way better with their community service. So the community service guy wins or girl whole airman concepts. They say, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I don't know. I just, (laughs) what I do, I just don't put in for any of the awards that, uh, that require that. (laughs) Yeah. That's the way I'm feeling, man. You know, and I, I don't know. I don't know how to verify this, but I heard that um, quarterly awards don't count for, like, can't make it on your OPR anymore or something like that. Like they're too soft or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're not credible enough or something. I don't know. Maybe that's just my wing. Uh, I don't know. I, so Dude, this is, OPRs this and awards are like, who's lining it anyways? The rules are made up and the points don't matter. You yeah. know, they just change with so, the weather. It, a lot of it too depends on the climate of your command. Like they'll like some people oh, yeah. like certain stuff, some people don't. Um, we kind of talked about this before, like where I'm at now. Now we're kind of getting into the to the realm of stuff that people aren't going to care about, except for <laughs> the military. But like, there, like there's a lot of stuff that I do at my unit um, that I wouldn't like. That that would be like, oh, that's a lame bullet you know, back in the flying world and then stuff I use in the flying world, I bring it here and they're just like, what are you doing? Like, you're not, they're not showing me anything. I got, <laughs> I wasn't at the meeting because I've been do- taking this class so we can do, um, uh, basically so I can be a representative to check on contractors when they're, um, doing like flight operations for us. Well, apparently my, one of my senior enlisted guys, <laughs> he's, uh, or, what do you call it? Um, I guess he eh, he's in, he's part of the command team. He's he basically told me told uh, everybody who's in this ops meeting that my flight was the worst at writing uh, EPR. <laughs> so I was like, okay, and I wasn't there because every time he's like, every, I think every time I talk to him, he's like, he's like, sir, you're just you guys just you're you're bullets. You're not betting your bullets very good and all this stuff. I'm just like, all right, man, fuck off. <laughs> I got, <laughs> I mean, well, not really fuck off, but I'm just like, listen, if you saw what I was given, you would be, you'd be fucking praising me. 
And <laughs> like literally, I, <laughs> I had a guy, he won an award and he literally gave me like, like somebody else had to make it up for him. I'm like, this guy didn't do any of these things. So I was like, okay, scratch this. And I just basically made, like, I didn't make it up, but like I had to fucking wordsmith the shit out of it. And it, <laughs> it was bad. This is bad because the, uh, I, I would put up my bullets and like, yeah, you guys, uh, he's, this one's pretty bad. He needs a lot of work. And it's like, it's like, and the guy, and one of the other guys like, sir, I just don't understand what he did. It looks like he did nothing. I was like, exactly. <laughs> You're just now getting it. He, he did exactly nothing. Then he's like, how did he win? Well, no one else did anything either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, I digress. Either well, all I, I say all that to say is uh, it really depends on who your guy, like who's kind of rating the package. And I, I got a feeling like the guys at the high, in the higher ups who are actually grading, like they don't really care. It's all like there's certain people. Like the other thing I that really grinds my gears about this, I know I kind of hijacked um, this discussion, but what grinds my gears a lot is somebody has made it very far in the career. And they basically use that as the example of every we've talked about this for everything that they've done and how they've done it is the winning recipe to them. So everybody must must and needs to do it the way they do it and the way they like it. Um, and there's no other way. So they people get give you a hard time about um, these kind of nonsensical um ways of grading people and it doesn't like there's certain steadfast rules but there's really not a whole lot it comes down to a bunch of just arbitrary um feelings about how to restructure worded wording and syntax so that's yeah. all i have to say about that yeah absolutely uh drag what you have for oprs and stuff i think you're talking about something Oh, uh, all I was going to input is I've been on these murder boards for quarterly award packages at the old unit. And dude, it straight up boils down to who needs this this time for what we're trying to set them up for in terms of a position or weapon school or test pilot school or a UPT package or an upgrade, et cetera. So it, it's just arbitrary. Like no matter what they'll, they're going to pick. And most of the time it's just because somebody needs to win that award. So they look good for some other follow on. So it really almost doesn't matter because you could have had a great, a dude who did something great that quarter and leadership's just like, yeah, we knew he did really well. But this airman he stuff. He won it last guess. time too. <laughs> yeah, he won it last time, and this guy, this new guy, needs to win it for X, Y, Z. You're like, okay, yeah. then, you know, what's the point? Um, yeah. Sometimes I, w- sometimes I wish uh, it was like that. Well, I think the pro- well, not the problem, well, is a problem on my end because that's what I grew up seeing at how it's done. So I'm like, okay, we're just gonna spread the spread the wealth. Everybody kind of equally sucks and is equally as good as each other. So for the most part, <laughs> so like I got I got a feeling like that. But like I will say where I'm at now, uh, we all like take a vote and like kind of compare, you kind of argue, and it's like, all right, here you go. Whoever gets the most votes wins. You know, you know, like, and they'll sit to the side and like, all right, the, the people who. The bobs kind of let you fight it out at the lower end. Yeah, I think we kind of do it pretty well. It's it's a little bit similar to that, I guess. Like, basically, you vote. Like, the bobs are there, or, like, the ADOs, like, and the lower bobs kind of are there, and they basically see the bullets on the <clears throat> projector, and then everybody grades them. And I think it's, like, one, you did your job. Two is, like... Uh, you went a little bit above and beyond, and then three is like you like totally crushed it kind of thing. Uh, Do you shield the names too, or? Yeah, I think so. Ah. Maybe they don't, but I think they. Uh, but yeah, that's a good idea. But yeah, and then they just go through and basically like that way everybody kind of gets a vote and like a you know like a little bit of a uh, spread essentially. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, and then the really annoying part is when like somebody doesn't. And that's what we started making it so everybody has to write one, which kind of sucks. But it gets rid of that thing of like if, um, you know, like 
if nobody writes one or like a few people write one, but then somebody's like, hey, but what about, you know, like luxury? He did really well, but he didn't write one. It's like, okay, let's get him to write one. He won. You know, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) yo, seriously, that's happened like at least five times that I know of where they're just like, uh, this person didn't even apply, but they need this for the next thing or they did really well. So have them write one because they won. <laughs> like, I'm going to call so. that good flight leadership. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, you've got to fight for your guys. Even if he's not, he's you're, he's always a contender with me as a flight commander. <laughs> oh, checks. Checks. <laughs> that, and that is good, like, you know, helping out people or, you know, recognizing the, it properly because – Typically, I know we were talking about this earlier, like typically the people who are doing best never write one, right? Because they don't have the time or they might not care, you know, but it's like, but but again, it's like, should like, is a a quarterly award is not going to win you, make you a general, you know what I mean? (laughs) No, I won't. So I don't, yeah, I don't know. I I would like to see that kind of go away or maybe can condense into like, only i don't know semi-annual or like annual awards maybe i don't know or maybe less um what's it called like less categories i don't know but uh i think that kind of gets in the way of stuff sometimes yeah it can maybe you should get well i would say you should get rid of like i know uh we talked about this before um i thought one category and i i think you didn't uh, agree with it but i thought one category that should be on there is um maybe not your either in your OPR or on um, your like, whatever or whatever is the quarterly award, be like your PT score or if that's probably more uh, OPR stuff, but unless like, obviously if you have like a waiver or something, that's a different story. But um, I think that should be on there as a bit of a controversial topic, but uh, <laughs> at least it sh- at least it shows, you know, somebody is not failing or like they can be well-rounded, but they're not taking care of themselves. You know, I don't know. Uh, I'm not asking for you to get fucking perfect scores out here. They just want to see if you're <laughs> just want to see if you're doing your due diligence. That's all. How is, uh, how's the army deal with that? What do they do with their, um, <clears throat> OPRs? Do they like put the score on there? And is that like, oh, like I don't, I'm done the fucking army. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I just I just wonder if you like ran into that at all. No, I, I think the army does put their uh, PT scores on theirs. To be honest, um, yeah. And, and like that kind of racks and stacks people a little bit, essentially. Um, I don't know if it racks and stacks people, um, but it's a it's a factor. Like yeah. I, you'd, have to, you'd have to ask an army O um, to see. I'm I'm sure it probably plays to a certain factor it's kind of like your volunteer bulls right it's, it's a separator right. for sure um and i don't say that because i'm in good shape i just say that just because it makes i don't know like you get like think of, i know certain people um in this career field and in the flying world who had piss poor um pt scores and they're okay <laughs> guys. they're okay guys but like it says something when you can't when you can't take care of yourself you know like i i think about like Almost all the leaders I've had like have all done PT or have taken care of them. So like, I think actually every commander I've had has like I've seen him um, in the gym or even her at the gym at some point in time. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I made fun of him the other day. Uh, it's a while ago. <laughs> I, 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 I don't even have my phone next to me because I'm on my headset. But I I have a good idea what that text was and who we're talking about. <laughs> There's a few people that probably go apply to. You, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the I think the biggest thing too is like like you said like the people who are not even trying. You know what I mean? That should be like a I don't know how to say negative thing for them essentially. You know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think there's there's too much. Um, trying to get past the PT test kind of thing. But although with COVID, I don't know if you guys saw it, but like if I can't remember the month ranges, but if you took yours at a certain month, they're basically exempting you for this year. And the next time you test is 2021. They're not even like pushing it back. Like you're just yeah. nice. I wish if only. That's nice. I'm not in that boat. Cause I did mine in December of <laughs> 19. So it didn't extend to me. But, yo, get this, and I guess this is going to be another topic for the Catching Jets. COVID ops at your base. We can't even go to the gym. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm doing prison style workouts at home just so I don't lose my mind. And I'm actually, how dare I say it, running because I'm that bored to go outside and like, oh, I need to get outside and I guess I need to do some type of physical activity. So I've been running, but yeah, man. And it's only getting worse. So I'm hoping that they continue this PT train because COVID's getting hotter in terms of all the areas and more restrictions. And even the chief of staff came out. He came out a couple months ago saying, expect these operations to kind of last into deep 2021 for us. Yeah, fuck, man. So I'm hoping that they should extend it because, I mean, I'm kind of butthurt. These other jokers, just because they took it earlier than me, are exempt for for a full year. But since (laughs) I actually did well on mine, I have to (laughs) take it in December especially yeah. when I'm not even allowed to go to the gym per commander guidance because of COVID-19. So mm-hmm. it's like, this is so lame. Yeah. Well, I don't know what that's like. <laughs> we got our own gym and it stayed open. So. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. That's dope. I'm doing a home gym at my new house. I've decided because yeah, yep. I, I can't deal with this shenanigans of, again, I don't know what they're doing at your base, but mine is essentially making up rules as they go just to fit their agenda. Like we're, we don't even follow science <laughs> anymore <laughs> for COVID-19. It's just such a, such a clown show a lot of the time that we're just like, we can't keep up with all the uh, fluctuations and the rule changes. Yeah. It's gotten shitty. Um, or, you know, especially, like, how people are, like, kind of playing it off kind of thing. But um, how's the uh, – you mentioned the home. How's the house buy, home buying experience? Shockingly simple and smooth to the point of, like, <laughs> suspect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to the exactly. Point suspect, bro. Because all the people that I've ever talked to, you know, in my life, the bros and the broettes saying, yeah, you know, finding a realtor blue – loan mortgages blue closing on the house dealing with the sellers going back and forth negotiation like that sucked and it just wasn't a fun experience but i have gotten a realtor looked at houses put an offer in offer accepted seller agreeing to my repairs and finding home insurance and car insurance for the new place all in a two-week period Oh my God. Yeah, dude, it's been faster and funnier. And again, so smooth that it's shocking. So shameless plug, WeVet is a company, W-E-V-E-T-T, that is started by a couple Air Force Academy grads are now turned realtor. But what they do is they vet real estate agents based off a phone call that they have with you. So they're like, hey, drag where are you located what are your goals how long are you going to be in this house for what's your general ballpark price range what type of style and basically just develop this profile of you and then they like i said are all real estate uh, licensed real estate agents they call up local agents and interview them based off your criteria and then the turnaround time is like only a week and you tell them when you're starting to look, so they have their profile. And then when you're like, hey, I need a real estate agent probably in a week, they're like, cool, we'll do our homework and we'll get back to you. So they interviewed probably like 10 local real estate agents here. And they sent me a profile of the one that they recommended. They're like, hey, we think this dude, Chris, is a real good fit for you, for what you want. Uh, here's his stats. He's got excellent ratings. Uh, he interviewed well. We think you should go with him. And the nice part is, is that I don't pay for the service. So since I'm buying the home and Chris is using the WeVet service to like be even a part of the interview process, he gives part of his commission from the sale of a, the my future home, which the buyer pays for all of those closing costs, right, for the realtor fees. Yeah. So it's literally a free service for me uh, for buying a house. So it was super nice. Again. I've been stoked with Chris. Dude definitely knows the area. He 
he's lived here for like 30 years, he said. So Jeez. I was like, oh, perfect. You know where to go and where not to go. Because uh, I'm expecting to be here probably, usually these tours are like four, four and a half years. So I was like, okay, perfect. Man. I'm going to buy with the hope to either rent or sell this uh, if I get orders going somewhere else. And he's like, yeah, totally got it. No stress. You're a single guy. Let's set you up in a good neighborhood that has good schools that families are going to just want to eat up type of thing. Um, so we got on the phone together, talked. He kind of got a general idea of what I wanted. He sent me 10 uh, house li- housing listings. And then, you know, you guys know me. Uh, and for the you know listeners at home that don't necessarily know me, I'm super type A and very anal about certain things. So he sent me a list of 10 houses. I took copious notes of what I liked and what I didn't like about each. From that 10 uh, house list originally, there's like two that was like, yeah, I'm kind of, I like the style, I like this look. He's like, got it. I know exactly what you're looking for, exactly what you want. So he sent me another list of five houses. And of those five houses, four of them, I was like, yeah, I totally see those in person. So that was like, Dude, I probably got hooked up with this agent on like a Thursday, talked to him on a Friday. He sent me these lists on a Saturday, Sunday, and then we viewed houses that Wednesday. So we went, saw them. Yeah. And um, so the cool thing about this real estate agent, too, is that he uh, is a property manager and he has multiple rental properties himself. So he invests in property. So he knows what's up and the houses that we looked at there, two of them were just, I was like, no, we just drove by. And I was like, no, nah, not even, I'm not even going to step out of this car. Cause I don't like the way this is set up at all. It, <laughs> dude. It, it's funny. Cause like house housing listing listings, pictures wise is like it's girls insane. on Tinder. It's like girls it's on insane. Tinder. <laughs> you know, you're like, this isn't bad looking but they know how to take good angles and like the best pictures. And then yeah. when you finally meet up in person, you're like, ah, sick. I got catfished. Great. Great. great, great. <laughs> exactly. I want it. Same thing with these houses, man. Some of them had great pictures. The two that I, we just straight up drove by, they were new house builds. The pictures were great. However, it was just some developer who bought like a parcel of land and was building brand new houses. And the, across the street i shit you not is houses with like rusted out cars in front of them (laughs) so i was like (laughs) yeah no not at all like definitely not at all uh so anyways the last house we saw on that wednesday house number five is the one i put an offer in it's funny uh it's super plain jane looking on the inside and it's in the historic district of this town so my next door neighbors yo their houses literally look like the fresh prince of bel-air mansion they're just straight <laughs> mansions. Uh, and they're in the historic district. So they have like the plantation houses in the back too. So it's just, just massive houses. So mine is in the historic district. It looks super plain Jane on the inside. We walk in and it's super bougie. They uh, ha- like uh, a flipper bought the house and then you literally – did a full year of remodeling in it. So it's new roof, new plumbing, new gas lines, new electric lines, new updated, uh, new appliances, open concept because they knocked down all the like walls. So it's a three bedroom place, 2,400 square feet, two full baths. The baths are just ridiculous because they made them all tile. And like, I've got, a uh like in the shower i've got one of the faucets pointing toward me and then i have another faucet on the top like of the ceiling so i'm like getting hit by water from like different angles it's just insanity (laughs) uh in my master bedroom i have a fireplace in my kitchen is a uh they call it a waterfall island so it's just all marble and then that overlooks the, my French patio doors, which leads to my in-ground pool in my backyard. Oh, uh, God and damn. it's all fenced in. 
Yeah, dude. Super, like I said, super bougie. These do guys work, did Do it. you have like a lot of single dudes who work with you or is it all, um, do you work with a lot of um, like old timers and stuff? I would say it's a good mix, man. I, we're pretty young uh, here. Just, I was so. going to say, that's going to be the party house, dude. Oh, dude. Bring I, all it's the funny. babes over. Yeah, I sent my buddies because we're you know on a group message together and i i was like hey yeah you know since i graduated uh pit i'm gonna buy a house here since i know i'm gonna be here for long term and i was like yeah i put an offer and they're like oh what's the address and i sent it to them and then you know they showed their wives because they're again we're all in a giant friend group and they're like i'm so upset that i even asked you what your address is because my wife saw your house and now she's bitching at me that we need to do something similar and remodel ours and all this jazz. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that sucks. But they're asking me when I'm closing. And I was like, why? They're like, oh, because we're going to throw a party at your place, clearly. And I was like, I mean. Oh, that'd be I funny if they're like, oh, we're just going to buy your place. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> yeah, dude, that would be. Now, I, I waited until the option period was over. So this is, uh, this is like 98% of thing. So anyways, they, yeah, they updated all the inside. And I was like, dude, this is amazing. It was only on the market for three days when I saw it. And Chris, my real estate agent, was like, yo, you're not going to see anything like this, this size with a pool. Oh, I also have a storm cellar, so it's a little bunker. I can easily fit like seven people in there. Nice. Uh, and it's underground. And he goes, yeah, you're not going to find this modern of a home this big with all these amenities he's like i'm just not going to be able to show you something like this so like well man i mean it's meets all the things i need let's put in an offer so he's like okay cool and i trust him i was like dude you do what you need to you're the pro here so he just at he he asked for he paid put in the offer for the asking price they were asking but demanded they pay for everything closing costs of mine and he's like yeah we're gonna ask for a home and warranty all your closing costs paid for etc 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 by the way for the veterans listening out there definitely hit up a va loan that is pretty much zero money out of pocket yeah uh, the only thing that i have to pay for is the va finding fee which in this case is like five thousand dollars uh so and they shockingly agreed and he's like yeah I, I honestly didn't think that they were going to agree to all of our demands but they did so that was a Wednesday. We put in the offer Wednesday night. They got back to us Thursday saying that they accepted our offer. And then this is where our shopping for mortgages, which, by the way, such a clown show. Definitely look at local lenders, though. That was a huge sell. And this yeah. dude's such a pro. So Chris, again, was like, yo, hit up uh, this girl, Nikki. She's the vice president of loans at this local bank. And I was like, OK, sure, you know, whatever. You're always kind of suspect with like people giving you out like by yeah. name requests but yeah, he's like dude she does all my loans and she's great so i was like all right you know whatever i'll give her a shot i'm shopping around and i told her honestly that i'm looking at other places bro this chick is literally texting me back in six to nine minutes answering all my stupid questions and she uh, and i was like yeah i'm looking at this price range she's like yep i looked at the address i know your property taxes you told me how much you want to pay this is how much uh you know loan that you're qualified for and she's like, here's your fee worksheet. It's all done. And it was literally like in a couple hours after I called her versus these big ass banks are just jerking my chain and taking, you know, one to two days to slowly get back to me. USAA, yeah. by the way, was laughable on the APR that they were trying to offer me. <laughs> I think they offered me like, and I have excellent credit, right? Like I have over 800. So I'm like, oh, my Dang. rates are going to be super, super chill. <laughs> yeah, you know. Bragging, hashtag bragging. Uh, but USAA like sent me something back. They're like, yeah, man, APR 3.2. It was like, this is a joke because the local bank here was like, hey, man, your APR for your loan uh, is 2.75 and your interest rate is 2.9. Yeah, so silly, jokes. bro. Because yo, you don't want to know. What, yo, I'm not even going to go into what I fucking pay. But my boy hooked me up. That was the only thing. Yo, it was just luck and timing. It was luck and timing because everybody is COVID hot right now. And so, like, you know, 60 million Americans are unemployed. So the Fed lowered interest rates. 
and you know we're very blessed to be government workers so we get that steady paycheck from uncle sam so that interest rate game was just ridiculously low because the government's like uh we need to lower these interest rates so we don't go into a depression and we could you know continue to boost the economy up so it's just luck and timing on my part (laughs) what's that so maybe I should refinance, get a new fucking loan or some shit. Yo, check it out, dude. Yeah, I'm too lazy. Yeah, yeah uh, no. So it worked out, and then I I sent her offer to some of the bigger name banks, and they're like, oh yeah, we can come down on it, but they're just they're like sleazy, and they're like, yeah, we can match it, but then you know our fees are gonna be a little more. I was like. Yo, your customer service blows. You didn't even offer me this APR in the first place, but now this local bank did. You're now coming down on it. So clearly you could have offered this in the beginning. So I was like, whatever. So I went with this local lender and she's crushing it. And then uh, I was like, oh, I got to get home insurance, which by the way, shop around for that stuff. Yo, uh, independent insurance brokers, I can't speak highly about them because they just write for multiple companies. So you just talk to them. And then they compare it across like seven different companies and they're like, yep, this is the cheapest one. Here's the best insurance. Here's how it's all explained. Any questions? So I did that and yo, all state for home insurance and combining auto with them, matching my auto policy with USAA, $1,700 a year, bro. And then, yeah, a USA home insurance, home insurance alone, they're like 2,500. I was like, what are we talking about here? So clearly I went to Allstate, no brainer. Uh, and they like they're like, yep, you I just all your car, did you put your car insurance and stuff over there too? Yeah, to Allstate. And they yes. like Allstate was like, Yeah, we're matching uh, literally the price and the protection that you have on your USA policy. So I was like, Okay, no big deal. Uh, and then we went and inspected the home, got the home inspector there. He pointed out the little things. I wrote it in the repair addendum. Hey, I want all this stuff fixed. And the sellers agree to it. So literally, I'm just chilling now. Like, I just have to go and sign <laughs> my uh, my home insurance thing. And then I'm just waiting till closing. I have to go do a walk around again uh, pre-closing. But that's it. So, like, no shit. I went from I'm looking for a home to I like pretty much 98% have a home in like two and a half weeks. Wow. You're going to, you're going to be spoiled now. Next time you move, dude. Right. Right. Like just painless, but it's one of those things for those listeners out there where you can read all about it and get like, you know, definitely educate yourself. But it, there's so much just learning as you go that it's silly. It's you can't silly. know it all. It's impossible. Shex. Uh, definitely doing home inspection. Yo, I was like, because I, I thought that was mandatory, right? Here's here's feeble-minded me be like, yeah, I'm going to do a home inspection. And then my insurance agent's like, no, that's actually not required. Some people don't do it. I was like, what? Yo, you're gambling with like a quarter million dollars worth of money in the hopes that these sellers, you know, were upstanding citizens and disclosed everything that was wrong with the home in the first place. I was like, I'm a, I went to school and got an undergrad degree in mechanical engineering, but I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, I could tell the structural integrity of this home. Get out of here, man. I'm going <laughs> to hire a professional. So oh, yeah. uh, yes. that was that. And that's kind of my lessons learned, man. But I am, I feel like I am definitely the outlier in terms of, Hey, how is your home buying experience? Cause mine's has been, dope so far i'll send you guys offline uh my address so you can zillow it and check it out <laughs> and see what's up but you guys again guest our bedroom's always free so if you find yourself down here in texas uh you know we'll kick it maybe one day that'd be uh <laughs> that's, a, that's a discussion for another time but uh <laughs> yeah that'd be fun uh I, the one thing i wish my realtor did was i wish she did that thing where she just sent me a list of homes and just had me pick. She just like every once in a while would just send me like uh, an address or something like that, you know? Yeah. And it was, uh, <laughs> it was kind of weird with the COVID ops too. 
<laughs> yeah. I'm trying uh, to remember who that was. But anyways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with the COVID ops, I was just thinking how this was going to work. But, you know, it's pretty much normal, normal. Which, maybe this is for Lap of Luxury podcast, but I definitely want to, you know, get into a discussion on how wearing a mask is against my constitutional rights and the shenanigans <laughs> associated with that. Oh, your personal one? <laughs> yeah, exactly. My personal rights. Uh, yeah, the uh, uh, in Louisiana, the uh, I don't want to go too far into it, but the the governor, you know, kind of, I think he said like masks have to be worn or at least worn like within you know uh, buildings or whatever. No, I'm just I'm I'm laughing at what you said. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, and I think one of the mayors or something was gonna bring it up that it's not constitutional kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's. I mean, we're getting into a silly time right now. You know what I mean? But bro, all I want to say about this, without going on a straight tangent, COVID nineteen is like the war in Vietnam. It got too expensive, so we just say we we're victorious that's that's where we're at like we're losing it's yeah i think ridiculous. every i think unfortunately every state's gonna have to go through their like issues you know what i mean like it seems like new york and new jersey and them and like some others that were initially hot spots kind of dealt with it and now they're coming you know they're like gradually declining i think like in a good way with their cases i think um as they're doing like, hope, the, yeah. the phase stuff but the guys who were doing better in the beginning seem to be struggling now. I don't know, but wow. yeah. Dang, dude, looking at this place, dude, it's sick. Thank you. Oh, Thank oh, you. Oh, you sent it out. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. You boys. Yeah. See, we you got Apple products. You just it's just all seamless, but uh, unfortunately, <laughs> we, got, yeah. we got a peasant. We got a peasant on the line. Seriously, dude, I judge <laughs> no shit. If I text somebody new and it immediately turns green, I'm like, one of these. <laughs> it's a funny story about that. So I just went on a date the other day. And um, nice, I, just, like, nice. I, I, gave, I gave him my phone number. And then I she sent me a text. And then I started to reply back. And it, was, it wasn't blue at first. And I was like, I might not even go on this date. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can deal with this. No. <laughs> But no, then it ended up turning blue, and then I, I told her, I was like, hey, you know, you, you almost failed right away, because if you came up with that green text bubble, it would have been <laughs> over. <laughs> it's over. Um, yeah, Google Messages finally fucking got the, like, you hold down the messages, and you could do the emoji thing, but <clears throat> it's like, only if you use Google Messages. It's like, why can't we all be on the same page here, you know? I guess it's just because I suck, huh? Okay. Do you have a Google Fi, or whatever it's called, or... Or do you have like Verizon or AT&T or No, I have so, Verizon, but Google Fi does seem to be uh, not a bad deal. One of my bros. I know a lot of people like, use that when they uh, deploy. Apparently, they like it's they don't charge you extra for being international and stuff. It's just kind of like one plan. Yeah. Rumor. Yeah, the, rumor mill. Yeah. No, I think I think that checks. I think I was looking into their stuff, and as long as you have coverage or they can get coverage for you, they like charge you a flat rate. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what. Um, since we're talking about technology, my buddy was telling me because he's big Android, just like anti Apple guy. But um, I guess I think it, it's either Google. I think it's the Google headphones that came out. They're supposed to be a competitor with um, with the ear or the AirPods. And mm-hmm. if everything that they do is true, they are sick. Um, he tried them out. I didn't try them just because I didn't want to stick his ear stuff in my ears. But um, <laughs> it was like he was showing me all the stuff. Did they're pretty dope? Not gonna lie. Yeah, um, I gotta try. I gotta try those out. I think I might try. Um, I don't know. Like when I go running, I hear the Apple uh, AirPods. Is that what they're called? Are uh, yeah, are pretty good. Like it's staying in your ear. But I, I've been sticking with the wired ones that just go around your ear. Um, just to make it easier, I suppose. In a, Bro, in a way, <laughs> sorry, I'm look, I'm, I'm, I found the inside picture of this house, dude. You're, bro, you're living lavishly. I think you need to be called luxury after this. <laughs> <Dude>. Bro, 
this, this is wild. Is, this is so contemporary. Is, yeah, it is. It again, I was shocked because oh. if you're looking at, if you see the outside, you're like, okay, whatever. It's not yeah, that yeah. pretty of a house by the outside. And then as soon as I walked in, I was like, Jesus, what is going on here? This is awesome. Like I was just so shocked how Ooh, well they did. This Bro, like not... I said, everything's new. New electronics, new appliances, new gas, new electric lines, new roof. They're putting in a new pool liner, a Two new pool garage, pump. Yeah, they put chair. new HVAC, a pull through garage uh, for that pool one through. side. What? Yeah, it's a pull through all garage. The back? Yeah, to the backyard. Bruh. Two car garage. That, that shit right there. I'm trying to get that, dude. Damn. Bro, it was silly. It was silly. Dude, they, they, if you look it up on Google, like the, you could see some of the before pictures, at least from the outside. Oh, and you can disgusting. see the change, man. Yeah. Well, I, I saw the overhead view and I was like, that's kind of nice. Like, cause I, I, cause you could see the amount of area that you have to work with on that kind of corner. I'm like, dude, that's actually not bad. And then I just typed in the Zillow and it's like, dude. Thing is sick. Yeah, the, I guess this isn't too good for the podcast listeners. No, 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 it's not. Yeah, for, you know what? The barn hey. doors. Yeah, they they did it all right. Damn, it's so modern. It's all about the and that wood floor. Even the shade of it is so nice too. Damn, that yeah. that bathtub is just crazy, man. What the fuck, dude? This is saying like what? You gotta get hey. the color. Co- you gotta get the color commentary. You got a picture. So in this picture, I'm looking out the patio. He's got hanging lights. Um, they're almost like uh, LED with a picture of the Beatles in the background with a nice contemporary um, fan with I, I can't I'm not I'm very terrible at color commentary, but it's nice. <laughs> that was good. And then the uh, yeah, see, so the shower is open like there's no is it where's is there any door to it at all? No, bro. They're putting a glass plane, pane there. Because the guy's like, well, when you shower, I don't want, like, water going outside of it. But the glass pane is only covering, like, the first half. He's like, that's the only where the water is. The other half is going to have no glass. So you can just operate the faucets from there if you wanted to. Let the shower get hot and then step in. So you never actually have to touch the water until you're ready. (laughs) I was like, gosh. This is like the, like, I feel like this is where you, uh. I don't know. It's like the ultimate, not bachelor pad, but like, man, you have a girl come over there and that she's going to be just like jaw hit the floor. Yo, seriously. And one of my good friends here that I went to school with, you know, girls just have a natural eye for, you know, interior designing and stuff like that. I have a pretty healthy budget of because, right, dude, all we have been ever doing is deployed or TD wide. So. I've never actually had the ability to spend money on really anything, and I refuse to get adult furniture because we all know when PCS <laughs> movers are just going to break your shit just for the LOL. Right. So <laughs> now I am like, yeah, I got to buy adult stuff. And she's like, don't worry. I started a Pinterest board for you. These are the things that we're going to get oh, based off what your home looks like. That's, and I was like, that's what I need in my life. Yeah, and I was like, that's totally fine with me because honestly – I have no idea what I'm doing because I'm a caveman. Uh, I thought the couches that I had weren't bad looking. They're like a dark. Uh, it's like it looks like a like a dark gray slate. The couches I have now, and no shit. The last like couple girls that I brought over my house uh, or my apartment, I should say, just to be like kind of like a litmus test. I was like, hey, what do you think of my couches? They're like honestly, it was like, yep. They're like they're super ugly. I was like, god damn it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I guess she was right. So, <laughs> yeah, she she's again excited because she's spending my money, obviously, oh, on it. But yeah. she's gonna make it look like a single dude doesn't live there. That's for sure, which is the game plan. Those yeah. that bathtub with the like, what are those called? Um, Edison bulbs over the top of it. Yeah. It's, it's like sometimes it's we lavish. go back in time and it's just like it's it looks good, you know. Well, and this the, is what yeah. we're talking about what, what, at what point are we going? Like, do you go back? Is it for the look or is it for like? In this place, it's clearly for the look. But then you're like, oh, is it rustic? Like, no, I'm just poor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but even the bathtub, like, I don't know. How do you describe that? Those knobs and like the uh, faucet or whatever it's called. It just it looks like something out of the. I don't like know. Out of fucking, uh, it looks like a 1920s old timey bath like bathtub to me. Yeah, 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's like you see it in a James era. Bond film. That's where that's where it's from. That's where it reminds me. There's an old James Bond film with uh, Sean Connery, and one of the James Bond girls is taking a bath in one of those bathtubs that looks exactly like it. That's where I was like, why have I seen this before? That's where it's from. Jeez, man, so much. Yeah, I I love the open design. It's kind of awkward. There's like a tent in one room. I don't know what's oh, going on there. Oh, that's just for showing. Like they put props and stuff. I don't know. Whatever. That and you know what's weird too is that the houses that like the real estate agents set up props in. Uh, a tent is like a popular item. I guess it's to describe like, look, children love this. It's just super weird. Or the, it's a teepee. They also like that one. I don't know why they universally choose a tent and or teepee and put it in the quote unquote kids room to show like, yeah, see, kids love this. It's just weird. Oh, maybe if people show up with their kids, they can go play there. I don't know. To distract Maybe. Them. That's probably uh, that's probably pretty smart, actually. But. Um, yeah, open design. I just love the idea of like the having the kitchen but people are in the living room you can still talk to them you know and mm-hmm. and and you have the island too that's pretty nice yeah so so it was funny the uh, contractor came over cuz we were looking me and the real estate agent went uh, what was that yesterday to just make sure that they were doing the repairs that they agreed to and we're you know texting the seller's real estate agent she goes hey the uh, contractor that did the work he's around the corner do you just want to him to stop by and like literally give you a run through and a tutorial of the house and you can go over your bitches gripes complaints with him I was like yeah sure so we go over there and it's just three dudes right like three just bros and uh we just start broing out he goes oh so you're a singular dude i was like yep he was by the way your kitchen island is perfect regulation beer pong table size from end to end <laughs> and I was like, yes! So, that's going to be nice to play beer pong on that thing uh, and have it built in. So that worked out pretty, pretty well. But I was glad he came because, dude, there's switches in the house for everything. There's like <laughs> dual switches from one end of the house to the other end of the house so you can control the lights from wherever you are. Yeah, I just couldn't keep up. It was too, uh, like I said, I'm a knuckle dragger, and I was just like, dude, I don't even know how to do these. Like the stupid, uh, the stops for the sinks in the bathtub. I was like, how do these work? They're like not screwing down and stuff. He's like, no, you push, you push them down to engage, and you pre- depress them to disengage. I was like, yeah. this is too fancy for me, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I got the same thing in my bath. I, my, my bath. So I got a tub, and I don't use. I think. Uh, I've had one person use it before, but it's got jets and everything in it, and I'm like, Ooh. I don't know how to, I don't know how to service this thing. I don't even use this. I don't know what I'm gonna do with this thing. <laughs> I got like cobwebs in it. Like, oh man, <laughs> that's a little exa- that's a slight exaggeration, just barely. But yeah, uh, yeah. it's fancy stuff, man. And yeah, I got a so. uh, oh, and I got so talking to what what your next move you got to get, but you got a lot of hardwood. You got to get the Roomba. The, so make sure you get the at least the oh, i7. Yeah. I think they've got an i8, dude. I'm living in a whole new world right now. This thing. Is oh crazy. yeah, huh? it, okay. It's fucking. It it has. It tells me the square footage of my house. It um. It gives me a map of everything. I can tell what room. Like the other day, so I I it learns your your house. Um, I told like I rearranged some furniture because I got a new bed. And nice. I, put another, I put another bed in one of my guest rooms. So I was like, hey, I need you to learn this new room. So I go like, hey, go clean this room. And it fucking leaves us. I watch it. It leaves its cradle. It's about to hit, it's about to hit a piece of furniture, curves before it gets there in the most efficient manner. Goes in there, cleans the entire room, learns it. And it goes back to the cradle, empties itself, and calls it a day. I'm like, dude, this is insane. Like no time wasted at all. It knew exactly where to go. I'm like, this thing is is sick. It's unreal. And like it just kind of does it. Like it's I could just watch it, just do it. <laughs> like that'd be my own entertainment. It's amazing. 
leaves the nice little lines too. It's man, I gotta say, it's lavish. <laughs> yeah, man, that's, that's awesome. not all about, dude. That's dope as shit. Hell yeah, dude. I I'm I'm nothing but pleased with this thing. It's like a fucking little like now. <laughs> I, I I told you that I'm worried about this Skynet. And it, it did something the other day where I was like, <laughs> I, I I don't remember what it was, but I think it like came out of nowhere. <laughs> I was like, so to speak. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> and I just like snuck on. I was like, dude, it's waiting to just a- attack me. Uh, wait, like the, it'll like knock. Out. That's what it was. I um, it had cleaned my it had cleaned my room, and somebody at some point had left a needle like a sewing needle out and I I had been walking over this the entire time and not even think about it but like I um I took a step and I was wearing my sandals thankfully and I was like that's weird and like cuz my sandal got stuck and I looked down and the needle was sticking straight through my sandal in the room oh, it had and like it was sticking out towards the front and I I could have easily it could have easily stabbed me but it didn't and the Roomba had cleaned it up, so it probably fucking dropped it there, and I would step on it, and then, like, as soon as I step on it, I'm like, ah, fuck, I fall over, and it, like, comes by with a kitchen knife that has somehow knocked over and slices my throat. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see, like, it's, it's just out here to get me, and no one would know. Yeah, that shit's crazy, man. Yeah. But, yeah, the, uh, yeah, I, I got a Roomba as well, and it's, it's fucking badass, man. It's so, it's just, like, saves time, you know? So and I don't know much. If- I don't know if we were talking about um, the lawnmower, the robo lawnmowers. I don't think there were they. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't think there were there could be right now, but they're at least like they do have some that kind of just like go in a pattern and just do it automatically and cut pretty well. Dude, that's dope. Yeah, those are big in Germany. Everybody oh. has them in Germany, man. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, they're super popular. But I, I've known some people out here that where that ha- that bought some and i guess they got stolen because people were like oh this is so sick oh <laughs> stole all the property yeah that's what i was thinking though you you probably need some in um in the backyard and front yard too right because if you like you have a gate or something you don't want to go out there and just like open it just to let it out or something i don't know but i don't know how that works but yeah dude i have no idea myself uh how you would accomplish that luxury what were you saying sorry no i was just saying like i think you gotta leave probably the gate open um but i i thought about that too because i was just like looking at my backyard and i'm like man that would be nice if i had like one of those robo uh (laughs) but at the same time i kind of like going out and cut my my, especially my backyard my backyard is pretty lush but my front yard uh, leaves a lot to be desired (laughs) too many weeds i'm working on it though yeah, some people enjoy the cutting the grass. I mean, it is pretty tranquil, isn't it? It's just like so mindless, you know. Yeah, you don't really think about it. You just just go and just do it, really. Yeah, it's kind of like a good opportunity to decompress, kind of. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's valid. Okay, I think we're. Uh, yeah, we're right uh, out of. Yeah, right out of time here. Um, any parting shots? No, no. It's always great talking to you, boys. Thanks for having me on again, especially in the uh, pandemic madness that we're experiencing. <laughs> yeah, Still. Shout, out, shout out to Chris. Or you say Chris or Chad? <laughs> <laughs> Chris, the, the Chris, the realtor, bro. Shout out to Chris. And then what? And the, for the military types, what was that? Uh, was the real estate agency or whatever you, you said? Or we vet. We vet is vet. the company. Okay. Yeah, they vet the real estate agent for you. Uh, Again, former officers, former academy grads turned real estate agents that know the military, and they're again they're trying to help the bros out. They're for the boys, and I appreciate it. Like I said, I've got nothing nothing bad to say about my experience with them. Good. That was uh, and that's two T's, right? I think I found their website. Yeah, we vet W E V E T T, and for the military folks out there, whiskey. Echo, Victor, Echo, Tango, Tango. There you go. Boom. Man, it really sucks that not everybody uses the same phonetic alphabet, huh? Bro, <laughs> what a weird... Yeah, like, I was talking to... Uh, I forget who... I was talking to a friend, and she's like, oh, yeah, I always screw that up because 
the police station that I worked for, they made up their own phonetic alphabet. I was like, that's dumb. Yeah, dumb. whatever. International standard. Wild. Yeah, it's so, it's so funny when you hear like you know like Wally, you know I don't yeah. know, uni, unicorn. Yeah, something yeah. Like that, you know? I always yeah, think uh, of that David Archer episode. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I always think of that that Archer episode where he's like, yeah, N, like N for Nancy, <laughs> and they're like, what? Who uses that? Exactly. <laughs> oh man, I miss Archer. That's a good uh, good show. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks again, Drag. It's a good time. Yep. See ya. Yeah. yeah. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individuals and do not reflect the official policy or position of any agency of the U.S. government.